0: MMA on KCLR and Scoreline.ie, my name is Ken McGuire. We're getting to do this for the first time in a long time. We'll call it season three, and I'm joined on screen and in your ears by Kilkenny's own Miles Price. How you doing?
1: How are you doing, Ken? Great to great to see you, bro. The uh, yeah. seasons. I like the way we're going with the seasons format now. That's cool.
0: <laughs> well, you know, we kind of we, we take a little bit of time off. You've you've been away uh travelling and, and fighting and, and representing and looking after yourself. We'll talk about all of that and we'll we'll delve into that journey at, at another date to get us back into the into the swing of things for this one. We're gonna divide uh today's chat into two. Uh we've got a, a look at what's been happening on the local scene because um uh, Team Rhino uh, Kilkenny uh, have had a, a couple of people take part in, in Premier FC you've got guys that are getting ready to compete and have been competing as well over the summer uh, and then we've got a couple of the big fights that are coming up this weekend UFC 279 is on we've just seen the first night uh, of UFC in France with Cyril Gann and Taito Ivasa we'll have a quick look at that um, but let's let's talk about the let's talk about the the local side of things because uh, there's been an awful lot happening uh, for for you and for, for Mick and for Paul and for Ryan and for the club and for the competitors that are are now or those guys that have come in and have now become competitors on the amateur MMA, MMA scene in Ireland maybe maybe talk me through it What's what's been the development like at the club on the MMA side of things and then of course you had the, the recent PFC show that was on in Kilkenny how did that go? uh
1: it went okay mixed results to be honest with you we didn't get uh we didn't get a lot of wins that night but you know uh i'm a firm believer in the long-term goals you know the guys are are developing a lot they've come a long way and they they face they face tough uh, competition ryan won but ryan is kind of like really hitting his peak as a competitor whereas some of the other guys need a little bit more development Mm -hmm. and uh yeah they're we had a couple of guys that had to pull out or there was issues with some safe MMA stuff, which can get in the way sometimes. So, um, yeah, we have guys in cage conflict, October 15th up the North, and we have guys in December 10th, uh, up in Tala again on the same show. So I, I, I'll be honest with you. I was just really happy to see, uh, an MMA event come to Kilkenny again, uh, see all the kind of surrounding coaches and the newer generation of athletes, Stepping in and enjoying themselves and expressing their martial arts, you know. So, uh, yeah, I thought it was I thought it was fantastic. It was a very well run event, and uh, it was good to see all the guys in there.
0: Because it has been a while since MMA on on that level has been in Cullcenny. I mean, you were involved in running shows quote-unquote back in the day uh, in in O'Loughlin Gales and then to see something like it in, in the hub in Killing Hill, like for, for people that, that don't know the space, it can be quite a, a massive uh, venue and lends itself to to big shows. There's been big acts in there over the years. You can get a couple of thousand people into a show, that kind of a thing. Is, is there hope that something like this, without having spoken to the organisers, I mean, even from the club level, is there hope that something like this can continue in Kilkenny and what would it mean to to you guys as a club
1: yeah oh for for what it means to us as a club it's 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 amazing like you know I mean it it means a little bit more to compete in your home event and it also you know sometimes it can be quite nerve-wracking to compete in front of your friends and your family uh but it's it's good like it's a test of character too so obviously it's fantastic for local mma it's fantastic for all the guys in our team to have that there so that they can have something to look forward to yearly uh and from what i've heard i was talking to the promoter again and they are going to be coming back mid next year so around april may kind of time Mm -hmm. so it's something for the guys to look forward to you know and uh, i'm i'm really looking forward to seeing them come back again and uh, kind of keep the fire lit with MMA and martial arts in general not just MMA martial arts in general in Kilkenny you know it's just good to sh- shed that light because there's a lot of martial arts clubs in Kilkenny you know so it's good to kind of keep that in the spotlight a little bit because uh, we're primarily a hurling based uh, county which I love but it's, it's good to keep room for some other sports as well like MMA and kickboxing jiu-jitsu
0: in the spotlight too you know so roughly how many guys now do you have in terms of, of competitive athletes? Or, or at least those those that are going on to, to competition? And so I have 10, 10 active MMA,
1: amateur athletes at the moment, uh, and uh, yeah, some of them are kind of itching, one or two would be itching on pro I think maybe in the next year, depending on how they get on, and uh, um, yeah, I have about five, or there's like five or six really active competitive jiu-jitsu guys there as well you know like Ryan obviously being like one of the main guys like we're going to grapple fest grapple fest over in liverpool next month I, th- I think and then we have the and then we have the europeans which is on in november november 10th to 14th and then we have uh um december we're going to Anaheim for the Worlds, the IBJJF Worlds, over in LA. So busy, busy year for Ryan as well. The next couple of months are going to be very busy for him.
0: But that's that's obviously very positive for for the club in general because you've you've had, I mean, knowing from from my own involvement in kind of in kind of early days and watching Ryan compete and watching watching yourself and some of the others at it, you've had these targets targets in place. I know you had the Europeans uh, maybe two or three years ago. Covid wrecked everybody's buzz in terms of competitions and travelling, but to to be able to send a team out to the world has, has got to be a, a big statement.
1: It is, yeah, yeah, for sure. And uh, I'm looking forward to see. Um, well, it's 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 Ryan really, like you know, like some of the other guys. Like uh, people forget that we have quite a small club in in Kilkenny as well. And for a small club, we have a lot of high level competitors. Like you know, uh, you don't need to have a huge team for that. You know, so um, I'm just really. I'm really happy to see Ryan regardless of the result. We we're always looking to get the win. Like we are like, you know, there's no point going in there with any other mindset. But uh it's just great to see Ryan kind of like being on those stages that he deserves to be in now, you know, and the next couple of months are really going to be a big tell for that for him, you know. And we're training hard for it too, you know.
0: For for people who uh for people who hear this and may only be hearing it uh for the first time and mentioning the training side of things those that are interested, how do they how do they get involved? Because you've had a couple of the over the summer months, you've had a couple of the the twelve week programs and the beginner programs and stuff start to start to pop up. So you know, curious George comes along and goes, "Oh, I like the sound of that." What's what's the process? What's the first step?
1: At the first step, the first step is kind of what you're comfortable with, really. Like you know, uh, if you if you don't mind going onto our website and kind of going through there, it's teamrainokulkeni uh, you can sign up for our next uh our next batch of fundamental courses there. Or if you'd like to like just jump straight into classes, just email uh at gmail.com and uh the assistant from the gym will look after you from there or I can get in contact with you no problem at all. I love meeting all new members, like you know. So if you have any interest in doing any martial arts, even just for general fitness and for fun and to help out with just your mental health and your physical health, then you know, there's no harm in doing one class a week to do something a bit different and to be part of the community, you know.
0: For sure. Well, we'll have a look at that uh, in kind of uh, later later shows and, and later episodes when we get into the specifics of training and other things. Uh, for for this weekend and kind of continuing in a vein where we would have left off in seasons previously, uh, we've got a, a massive event uh, on the horizon this weekend in, in UFC 279. Before we look at that, just... In the last couple of days, we've seen the UFC hold their first uh, fight night event in France. Uh, Cyril Gann, who looks like he's been chiseled from stone as a welterweight, that's a heavyweight, that's, you know, he's got so much uh, going on From uh, landed a main event on home soil against Tai Chui Vasa. Uh, And like, you know, people love a heavyweight main event and people love a heavyweight main event no matter where it is because you expect that there are going to be fireworks. Now, this one delivered and delivered in spades because you just, you don't know. And I think that's the... That's from you know from an armchair fan's point of view. When it comes to heavyweights, you do not know how a fight is going to go, because um, all it takes is all it takes is one moment and it's it's game over for somebody. We saw an intense back and forth contest from rounds one into two into where things finished off in in the third round. Um, wh- wh- did you get did you get to catch up on it? What did what did you make of it? And and where do you see? both of these competitors kind of moving to next. Uh I I
1: only got to catch the highlights of the of the card so uh but well, I do know a lot about the guys who were on the card in particular a guy I trained with over in Germany uh Abus Mehmedov, I think his name was I think he got like a quick KO. I think you were telling me it was like an upkick KO like 19 seconds in or something like that so uh, I thought that was uh, really cool to see him get in there because he's had visa issues so I think he's like a big uh, prospect for um the UFC to be honest and uh, I think in regards to into Tai Tuovasa and uh, Cyril Gann I think the two of them have a have a lot of potential in regards to the heavyweight division uh I, I think Tai Tuovasa kind of reminds me of like the Mark Hunt Derek Derek Lewis kind of type you know yeah. where you might need to kind of like complete himself a little bit like you could be that broader for the division, and yeah, he'll probably get like a title fight, but I don't know if he has like the 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 overall game to beat the likes of a Cyril Gann. Like yeah. Cyril Gann is quite like he's complete in every area. He's quite athletic. He's, as you said, he looks like kind of a muscled up welterweight in how he moves and all mm-hmm. that as well. He's very athletically gifted, and he has like a strong bond with his uh, coach as well, which does does make a huge difference in regards to a fighter's confidence as well you know and how they perform when they're in there so i think i think cyril Gan will probably come out and and uh and and take the title not in this next fight i'd say and i think ty will fight for the title probably in a rematch if he wins this next fight but he'll yeah. have to work on a couple of bits i think between now and
0: then you know yeah, because you, you could hear his corner at one stage saying is this, uh, and I'm I'm kind of paraphrasing here, but it's like, this isn't about proving how tough you are, uh, which, which is something that Ty it almost seems as like, you know, and he's he's done, he, he's done, um, like he'd need he, the, the win against uh, Derek Lewis. The Greg Hardy fight was, was probably something similar. I know these were both kind of early. It's Stefan Struve um, a couple of years back, as two years back now at this stage. Uh, and he, he, he doesn't tend to fight, he doesn't tend to fight long. He likes to go in, he likes to hit hard, he likes to hit heavy uh, and just show that, you know, you can nearly kind of batter lads as opposed to be a little bit more tactical. If you're talking about being able to do something in in the title sense, um, you've got to be able to show at some level that if you need to move into championship rounds, rounds four and rounds five, and get twenty five minutes out of it, um, you've you've got that mindset, you've got that game plan, you've you've got that ability to do it. That it, it's not just about going in, knocking somebody out, hoping for the best and moving on.
1: Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Well, I think that the issue is that tight... The, the tie is in is that that's what makes him exciting to fans that's why the UFC want to have him in there so uh, the, the same issue with Derek Lewis, the same issue back in the day with uh, Mark Hunt uh, is that that's what makes them uh, fan favourites that's what makes them exciting that's why people want to watch them fight but uh, at the end of the day you know winning is very important too like you know like 100% if they are not winning then like, you're just going to kind of be pushed down the pile, like, you know, so it, like the UFC and MMA world demands a lot of you, you know. Yeah, you have to win, but you have to win in a particular way, you know. So it's like, you know, the, the most efficient way to win is to be boring, is to fight in a very boring manner, you know. You like only
0: want a career out of it.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but Tyrone Woodley was not liked at all as a yeah. as a champion, you know. So that's 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 what you're kind of you're is trying to find that sweet medium, like you know, and and uh I think Ty just needs to try and find that a little bit more. Like, you know, it's not who's toughest. And uh like I think the worst I think kind of uh kind of if you want to look at the bad side of that, you don't want to turn into the the Cody garbrandt's where he has a similar mindset too, where you know he can get drawn into firefights where i'm going to show you how tough i am basically it's you know ego versus ego pure and simple like you know and uh you can you can end up losing your chin and next thing your chin goes and that's your career whether you choose to to finish it or not your body is telling you that you are finishing in it and that's it you know yeah. so yeah he, he just needs to find that happy medium i think and he and he and i, I can't see him being a champion like i mean anything can happen you know so look at leon edwards there was a few weeks oh, ago yeah. you know yeah, yeah 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 i mean like you know anything can happen at any stage in a fight you know so yeah. i think he has he has the capability of doing it he just needs to take his time and complete his game a little bit more you know
0: okay well i'm sure we're going to see both, men. I would hazard we will see both men. I know it's it's kind of. I look at my watch and it's like, oh look, it's it's September. Uh, I would hazard will I'll hazard we'll see both fight before uh, before the end of the year. I'd surprise if we don't see them both fight before the end of the year. Uh, fights that are coming up this weekend, Miles. So we're going to see UFC 279. Uh, there's a couple of interesting ones uh, on the card. Without without going through uh, without going through the whole of the card, I think the I think the big ones are um, are coming Event and our main event. Uh, Our co main event sees uh, Tony Ferguson trying to reclaim Tony Ferguson. Um, Some people are surprised he hasn't been dropped by the UFC at this stage he's had a a fairly torrid a fairly torrid few years uh a fairly torrid run of fights uh now he he has he has been in them uh, and he has been hanging in them in some cases um but he's making the move back from lightweight uh to welterweight Uh, He's going up against uh, Li Jinglang, uh, Chinese welterweight, who put in, uh, last time out, he picked up a performance at night bonus for for his run out. Um, What does Tony Ferguson have to do here? And does it spell trouble for Tony Ferguson if he can't get the win at welterweight?
1: uh yeah i i think that's a bit of a harsh assessment to be honest with you for anybody to say that tony ferguson should should be dropped i mean tony ferguson will never be dropped by the ufc like the ufc is going to keep tony and i think he's just one of those guys i think he's like he's kind of like in that bj penn category where the ufc want to see him stop but they, they love him because of what he's done for the company you know okay like you know, he's done a lot in regards to bringing more eyes to the sport. He's uh, he's fought huge names. He was the interim champ, you know. Uh, and I, I think he's probably yeah. I think the UFC might like him because of that. Like you know, I, I'm not. I don't know uh, what the re- it depends what your relationship is with Dana. You see, you know, but I couldn't see him getting getting dropped by 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 the UFC. Uh, I I do feel like that he's at the end of his career now. Like he's yeah. pretty. Like he's pretty on now as well. Like, you know, he's not young anymore. And uh what
0: whatever, what 38, thirty eight 30, 37, maybe it's 30, yeah. like thirty-eight earlier this year, yeah.
1: Yeah, I think I think, you know, I think he he's had his time now. Uh but I I get the sense that Tony <sighs> Tony comes across to me like he has some he has some mental health health issues to be honest. He's a bit he's a bit Mad, he does like outlandish things. He's a little bit confusing to look at when there's some of the things he says on social media and some of the things he does on 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 YouTube and stuff like that. And I think that Tony would find it very difficult to let go of being a fighter because I don't think he I don't think he'd know what to do outside of that. Do you know the way you see the likes sort of the Daniel Cormiers and all that? And yeah, look, we all have our our, our battles, like you know, with ourselves, but like. That, that, like, you know, Cormier has like a, he has a kind of a vast skill set to tap into because of his character and his attitude and the way he presents himself. Like he's a, he's a, he, like he could easily work for the UFC for the rest of his life. I don't know what Tony would do really, like, you know, outside yeah. of fighting, like, you know, and I can kind of sense that his character may fall apart a little bit if he's not fighting. So I, I don't think he's going to stop and I don't think the UFC is going to stop him. But yeah. I do feel like it is his time now You know, like he has to step down He he has nothing else to prove anymore And I think reinventing himself At welterweight is Maybe I'm wrong, you know, maybe I am wrong But I, I just can't see him Doing well in this weight division And I, I can't agree. see him winning that fight
0: like, he'd started to fall down. The, obviously, the, the losses stack up and he starts to fall down the peck and order on on the lightweight side of things. We've seen Leon Edwards gets in as a, a you know, takes the win against Cam uh, Usman, takes the welterweight title. Colby Covington is still knocking around there. Hamzat, who's also on this card. Gilbert Burns, Bilal Mohamed. Uh, Wonderboy is still knocking around. Masvidal is still knocking around. A lot of those names, that welterweight, when you put them up against Tony Ferguson, you're kind of questioning... A bit on what side of the coin does Tony Ferguson come out? I would feel that he doesn't. He, I would feel that he doesn't come out with a win, all that often. When you when you start looking at when you at least when you start looking at the top ten that are inside the welterweight division in the UFC at the minute. So it's a, I I I don't I don't know where he goes where he goes from here. If if the loss is there, is that you know. Maybe it's a contract thing, and there's a there's a he's had four on it. Maybe there's a fifth or there's a sixth one that's that's in it. He hasn't fought a, He hasn't fought a welterweight as far as I as far as I remember. Um, so, so, well, since since he won, so he was part of the welterweight for the Ultimate Fighter back in season. Twelve or thirteen, I won that out, and then takes on the takes on the lightweight side of things. You kind of go where you fit, and that obviously worked and worked his way up to the interim title. Of the fight with Khabib that was on again, off again, on again, off again, on again, off again—that never happened. May have may have helped matters if it had happened, um, but I think I think there is an awful lot of competition in the queue ahead of him in terms of the welterweight side of things. So uh, I'd be curious to see if we're looking at the last of of Tony Ferguson's involvement, and if it is the last of it, where where does he fit beyond that? I am not sure.
1: Yeah, no, I, I'm not sure either. To be honest, yeah, I, I uh yeah.
0: Uh, the 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 main event though uh, is the one that's is the one that's gonna have everybody talking because. You know, head head might say that it's going to go one way, heart might say that, you know, maybe it's time to root for the underdog and and give Nate Diaz the the props that he's, that he's been looking for. We don't often get uh, a UFC pay-per-view event, or too often anyway, where there isn't a title on the line in some description in a main event. But the main event is a welterweight bout between Khamzat Jameev uh, and uh, Nate Diaz as well, who, uh, quote unquote, wants that smoke, wants his payday, wants out of the UFC, wants his millions of dollars or whatever he's going to get, um, call, call it for me, or at least talk me through it, because this has a prospect to, to go anywhere.
1: Well, I think kind of the, the, the stuff that isn't being seen or talked about, well, it probably is being seen and talked about, is that it's a very dirty move from the UFC. That's what I think, to be honest with you. For, I think that...
0: Against Hamzat?
1: Of course it is. A compl- yeah, it's a very dirty move. Like I mean, like the, the, the UFC have heard it now like that. Nate Diaz does not want to be in the UFC anymore. He's going to have one more fight. He has one more fight in his contract. He's been all over the major media platforms, in particular MMA fighting, talking to... Uh, ariel hawani i think only recently about it was like kind of a special section for that he did a special kind of a podcast i think show so you know in the mma hour so i mean like he was kind of like this <laughs> in the ufc for ages which rightfully so like you know the ufc like you know it's not it's common knowledge that ufc don't treat their fighters very well at all and they don't pay them very well either and they're kind of like the the ones leading from the front in regards to kind of voicing to every other promotion of how to pay fighters, you know? So, I mean, I think that because of his star power, the UFC want to kind of tarnish that as much as they can before he heads away. So before Mm -hmm. Diaz goes, let's throw him in against a fight where he's just going to get smashed. And then there's this new star that we have that can kind of take over a little bit of that star power, if we if we can take it, like you know, and yeah. I think that's what they're. I think that's what they're trying to do. I think it's a like, it's a dirty business decision, and I think Nate Diaz is too tough for his own good, and I don't think he should be taking this fight. And uh, I think it's, he's just going to get destroyed. To be honest with you, you know, and and I hate to say that because I'm a big Diaz fan, but it's just I can't see. It going any other way, if yeah, if Hamzat stays standing with him, I feel like that he has a shot, Nate. Like definitely, but if it goes to the floor, I don't. Like it doesn't matter how good Nate is, jujitsu jiu jitsu is. Like yeah, he's shown fantastic jiu jitsu in, in in the past, but I just feel like you know Hamzat's control on top. He's not going to do anything silly. He's just going to control and just beat him up. I think I just think it's going to be. I hope I'm wrong. I really do hope I'm wrong, but I think it's I think it's it going to be destruction. And I think the UFC have played a very dirty move, and I think it just shows that the type of people that they are that run that company they're just wow. cutthroat, cutthroat capitalist enterprise. And I just what think it's a it's a joke.
0: It's it certainly it's certainly a billing that would suit uh, that would suit the fans' point of view. Um, lo- looking at it, looking at it at, at Hamzat side of things and seeing like i think everybody thought here's this here's this mad welterweight that's coming in he's going to smash everybody around him and while he did get the win we finally saw that in the fight in his last fight out against gilbert burns that maybe Hamzad is actually a little bit human and maybe there is a chink in the armor and maybe there is a way to a way to crack him and a, and a way to beat him we know and we've spoken before about you know the the elite level that that Gilbert Burns is at. I mean, outside of outside of you know, if there's there might be a chance if he's if he stays standing. Do you think there's anything from the Hamza Gilbert Burns fight or any learnings from it that Nate Diaz could take and go? Actually, do you know what? Maybe this is maybe this is how we, we wear down Hamzat, or is it a case where he's just going to stand there and he's just going to be the tough guy and he's going to keep the hands dropped and he's going to bring the attitude and the stuff that fans want and he's just going to go, let's let's keep going until the doctors tell us otherwise.
1: Uh, it's hard to know. I think, I, I think, to be honest with you, going by the Gilbert Burns fight, I think he's going to learn a lot from that. He's not going to want to let his coaches down again like he did in that fight. I thought that they were being, you know, I suppose that the attitude of the very top elite is the, you know, the obsessive perfectionists. So I think, that I think that in his eyes, he lost that fight, which is ridiculous really. But I mean, he had a great fight. He took a lot from it, but I mean, he felt like he lost it because he let his coaches down. And I think that going into this fight, he's not going to get into a firefight. He's not going to give Diaz the chance to, to uh, draw him into any way of a percentage of winning so I think he's going to be a lot more calculated. He's going to be a lot more technical, a lot more tac- tactful in how he goes about the contest. And he's he's going to he's going to be up bad, I think. Yeah. the uh, ideas. And I and uh, I think that it's probably just going to be like that, to be honest, too. Yeah.
0: well on that note uh, that's where we'll uh, that's where we'll wrap things up it's UFC 279 Hamza Chimayev uh, and Nate Diaz is the main event you'll be able to watch it on TV screens uh, on BT Sport over the weekend it'll be in the very wee hours of Sunday morning it will have more details on the card and the run into it online at scoreline.ie Miles in the immediacy for you in terms of uh, in terms of club or training Uh, how's the week ahead looking before we before we catch up again next week
1: uh, yeah, great. Yeah, very busy with uh, with teaching because uh, Coach Mick is away now. He's uh, he's doing a trip around Asia at the moment, so he's uh, he's he's uh, enjoying himself there, which I'm delighted for, and uh, we all are. We're all going to miss him very much. And uh, but the good news is is that I'm stepping uh, much more into a coaching role in the gym, so I'm teaching a lot of the classes now and uh, doing a lot of work with the uh, the upcoming fighters. So yeah. Busy week ahead for me, Ken. Thanks. Good stuff.
0: Well, look, on that note, this has been All Things MMA. We will be doing this again next week. We'll talk to you soon. Good luck.